Okay, so here we are. Alan Leposky, uh, what are you doing at Salesforce? <laughs> Hi, Steve. I am super excited to be at Salesforce because I am actually getting to work on all of the things that I have evangelized and talked about in the collaboration industry for ugh, the last two, two decades, where working together in teams and productivity and collaboration and all those things has to have a purpose. It has to have you know, a real business goal in mind. And I'm excited to see that Salesforce is adding productivity across all of the various components of the, the customer success platform. You know, we're really looking at sales and marketing and customer support and all these things. This isn't just about, you know, yada, yada, team collaboration. But yada, yada, team collaboration is you are a world-class expert in that area. So, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I, I, I can't decide whether we want to flash back to your history, uh, you know, or whether we should just talk about this uh, new announcement that you're part of. Well, I, you know, certainly proud of the work that, you know, we've done in the industry and the things that I've worked on over the years. It's funny looking back, you know, starting in the Lotus era where we were really starting to define what productivity and collaboration was, getting people to work together online was something brand, brand new, you know, in the, the early and mid 90s. And Lotus Notes and Domino sort of created use cases for, you know, early predecessors of things like CRM or vacation tracking or inventory, uh, you know, spent 15 years sort of working on that with some great customer stories of, of how people shared that information online. Uh, worked my way through to Social Text, which was, you know, one of the first companies to bring wikis inside organizations, which is, you know, similar, a predecessor to what we're doing here at Quip, having people co-work together on creating content in an online page. Uh, and then spent the last decade as an analyst looking across the spectrum of what Microsoft and Google and Facebook and Slack and Salesforce and all these others are doing. And uh, it's, it's exciting times ahead. So, uh, you know, I think, I think all that background has led me to where I am now. So, uh, you know, we've known each other uh, throughout much of, the, of that time frame. Uh, I don't know if I knew you at, uh, were you actually at Lotus and IBM? I was there. Yeah, I was there for 15 years. I started, a, a, you know, building Lotus Note systems, uh, 1993, 94. I was a co-op student and sort of helped build IBM's internal deployment of notes at the time. And then all that expertise was used to sort of then start working on customer accounts. And then I, I moved over to the brand itself. I actually, instead of working with customers, I actually just worked for Lotus in product management, product marketing, and the business partner organization. And, you know, it's something I'm super proud of. We really, we did things many, many years ago. The startups today are, are still trying to pitch me on as new and innovative ideas. So obviously, uh, you know, the idea today is fairly uh, well understood uh, that social and CRM are part of uh, each other at this point, but it wasn't so obvious back when Mark Benioff uh, started uh, integrating Chatter uh, with the CRM system. No, you know, there was a lot of people that were scared of sharing information, especially around business processes like their customers or their leads or their accounts. They, you know, really thought that that was data that should be, you know, I don't want to say the word secured, but more like kept kept on the shelf, you know, to themselves. Uh, and now I think people are discovering that success comes from sharing, from asking, from 
getting feedback from diverse sources. It's not about what you can accomplish. It's about what your team can accomplish. And if I can leverage someone else to, to help me do something and vice versa, if I can help someone else, uh, that's a big change. You know, we've, we've gone a long way from just sharing cat pictures online to sharing our knowledge to help people succeed online. And I, I think it's not that the technology changed. I think it's that the culture changed. Mm -hmm. And obviously we're having some uh, issues with that, uh, or we aren't, but uh, people like uh, the Facebook team and uh, in, in general, there's a lot of controversy about that uh, in the news on a daily basis. But uh, from the uh, analyst perspective, as you moved into that world, uh, what was your feeling about the integration of these uh, unstructured uh, data, as I think you would call it, uh, into a more structured uh, enterprise environment? Well, I, I think it's the marriage of the two that has been missing for so long. There's been many systems of records, CRM, ERP, HR, all these different tools that companies have used to track and store and, and manage information, fields and forms and all of this data about us. Then there was all these collaboration tools, group messaging or web conferencing or wikis, whichever it happened to be. My God. That sounds like <laughs> that, that, that's live blogging for you. Sorry. There we go. Uh, and uh, uh, say again what you were saying, because I couldn't yeah. hear you over yeah. the uh, yeah. Yelp. OK, so we'll take INZ. Stop. OK, so, yeah, I think it's exactly what you're getting at about the marriage of the two. I think enterprises have had several systems of record for many years. They've had HR, they've had ERP, they've had CRM, they've had all these different tools that manage the structured information about various elements of the business. Then we got into the collaboration world, blogs and wikis and group chats and online video and all these different elements, but the two haven't really been married together very well up until now. And I think people are realizing that if you can add an element of productivity to those business records, if you can discuss them and share them and comment on them and improve them and keep that going, and as, you know, securely, as you mentioned, there is a lot of concern out there, you know, in the, especially in the consumer world about sharing private information, sharing personal information, sharing company information. And so we're finding, you know, that right balance of a culture that's willing to share, a platform that's enabled to share, and security that, that makes it all happen, you know, anytime, anywhere, across any device. And uh, it's really the manifestation of a lot of things that I've been hoping for and I'm excited to see. It's, you know, I've always talked about collaboration or productivity needs a purpose. There really has to be a business reason to be doing this, to drive adoption, not just telling people they should do it, but showing them how it's going to help them succeed. And now that's just starting to become a seamless part of people's days at work. Uh, I I'm really excited by it. So uh, what's happening with... Uh the integration of Quip and Salesforce. Okay, so what we're doing is taking all of the elements of Quip, that digital canvas where you can create pages that are filled with information, spreadsheets, live apps that integrate data from other tools, all of that content creation, plus the conversation elements about it. You can chat about an entire Quip page, or you can have a conversation about a specific section, a specific image, even a cell in a, in a spreadsheet. All of that content and all of those conversations 
and embedding them directly into the various elements of Salesforce records. So if you're on an account page, instead of discussing that account and trying to make a plan you know, to sell to that account or win that customer and having to switch out to other tools to do it, to use email or chat or even post-it notes, you know, whatever you happen to use to do that information, now it all takes place natively in context right on that record. And we feel that, you know, that contextual relevance is going to speed up, make things more accurate, make things more consistent, and lead to, you know, better pipeline, better wins, better customer success. The really interesting thing is it's not just about, like, syncing that record onto that page. It, it really is a live, quip page. So if you weren't even in Salesforce, if you're on the other side, if you're in quip, you could see that same conversation that's taking place on that record. So not, every, not everyone's going to have to be in Salesforce. You could, you know, bring in other people that could contribute to that conversation. And how does that security model work? Well, the, the quip pages are absolutely secure. You know, you invite people in, you're, no, you're, you're uh, explain or notified if those people are external. You have, you know, a big red warning sign that says, you know, the idea of the people you invited into that page are external. The administrator of those pages can control access to all of that information. Uh, you know, and it runs on the, the secure Salesforce platform. So no concerns there about where that data is going to be and full accountability of being able to track who it is that's actually looking at it. So uh, uh, who are you competing against? Well, you know, look, there's several vendors that create systems of record. You know, Salesforce specifically, obviously, you know, competes against Dynamics. We compete against NetSuite and compete against, you know, other CRM vendors. And then there's the flip side, there's the collaboration vendors. So if you look at something like Microsoft, you know, they have Dynamics, they have Teams, but they're not building integration directly between the two. There's collaboration vendors that are out there that create, you know, group messaging clients like, you know, a Slack or Cisco or any of these others, but they don't actually own systems of record. They completely have to rely on, you know, integration with another company's data. Salesforce has this very, very, you know, strong opportunity to marry the two elements that Salesforce has across the platform, the systems of record from sales and service and marketing and commerce and all these other elements with that quip platform. So, you know, I really, you know, I, I hate when marketing people say first or only or unique, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, any of those, those terms, I'm going to say we have a very strong opportunity to bring together incredible elements of the world's number one, you know, CRM system with this incredible collaborative capability of Quip uh, to create something that I really don't think anybody else, you know, out there is currently doing. That's, you know, from my analyst hat, um, I'm really excited to see the marriage of these two technologies. So uh, you, you talked about uh, notes, uh, Lotus Notes, and, uh, and then uh, basically mapping that from uh, a customer perspective into a corporate perspective, and then your transition into the analyst space. Uh, give us a little bit of an understanding about how uh, you approach uh, the world of collaboration. Well, you know, I think 
we always watch some of these consumer technologies march their way into the enterprise. And we want to come up with metaphors for those. You know, we had email at home, then we had email at work. We had AOL chat, then we got chat at work and so on and so forth. Social networking, you know, at Facebook. And then, you know, we wanted those social networking type of tools. We're now at an era where the enterprise tools can actually leapfrog ahead of what the consumer tools are doing because now we start to provide huge amounts of value that's measurable. You know, we're, we're going to be able to see if pipeline closes faster, if customer support tickets close faster. There is no sort of measurement of your success on Twitter or your success on Facebook. You have influence and you have, you know, scores of numbers of followers and things like that. But those aren't, you know, items that you measure to see success. I think it's really exciting to see that businesses from from small to you know the world's largest deployments are starting to see this value of you know collaboration and employee productivity is not a nice to have it's a necessity you know you're not going to succeed if you can't share information if you can't get a diverse set of feedback from from people you may not have even known that were going to provide you that information and so for me as an analyst you know so many elements of what I've been hoping to see come to fruition are, are now actually doing so. Give me a little bit of an insight into uh, what the addition of the communications channel is into a, uh, what used to be called a document. Well, that communication channel is beyond just, hey, let me type some words at the bottom of a page, like, you know, what you're used to, maybe adding comments to a blog post or, you know, following a threaded discussion in, you know, a Twitter or uh, a Facebook. Comments on a page are actually specifically related to any element that you want to discuss on that page. I can highlight a question. I can highlight a bullet point. I can highlight, I mentioned earlier, a cell on a spreadsheet. And we can directly... And we like to use the word contextually. We can, in context, have a, have a question, have an answer, have a discussion, get feedback about an element. And that's, that's honestly a, a brand new way of working. I know that's you know, a, such a marketing type of slogan. But I think about you know, even the time that I've spent since joining Salesforce. You, know, you and I, we can have a direct story to start discussing this opportunity, this launch of this new um, quip for Salesforce. I didn't send you an email. I didn't send you a chat message. I created a quip page. I invited people in, you and your colleagues. We started to have a discussion about it. And, you know, within a few minutes, it led to a positive business outcome. It's, it's a very different way of working. And we need people to start to understand the, the additional value, not even value. I would go as far to say necessity that context provides. I, I for years on Twitter and during my keynotes as an analyst, have been discussing that Context is the number one thing vendors need to focus on. We are so overwhelmed with information out there, whether it's our overflowing inboxes or our endless activity streams and our social media. Nobody can read everything that's happening. Like, we, we just can't. We can't process it. We have no idea what's important, what's not important. I think the solution to that is to filter all of that information down to just what you need to see in that moment. And moment can be defined by a lot of things. It can be defined by time, person, location, priority, whatever it happens to be. But, you know, context is, I think, the saving grace of this 
information overload that we're going to have. You know, if I have a thousand messages I need to answer, I only want to see the one or two that's related to that customer account or to that sales record or, or case study. So context is a big thing and, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see it starting to be solved. Now you have some interest uh, that you're working with. Uh, there's of course, Mark Benioff, who uh, I think had the original insight of uh, blending the uh, experience that uh, individuals that, you know, consumers, customers, all of those people, you know, one minute I'm a consumer of content and I'm interested in following, uh, you know, threads. Uh, the next minute I'm a customer because I decide that I want to uh, obtain something. And then I'm uh, in, you know, a consumer of service if something goes wrong or if, uh, you know, I want to somehow get some more pointers into the information base out there rather than just waiting for uh, uh, something to break and then anticipating. And, you know, the whole IoT world starts to manifest itself as well. And, you know, I think Mark's insight about turning uh, the, the signals and the gestures of social uh, into uh, something, you know, that, that everybody understands already to uh, applying that to uh, the enterprise space was both uh, the enterprise and also the way that uh, technology is in, you know, customer space. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Mark definitely gets it. You know, he is, for lack of a better term, a social CEO. He he is out there. He is on Twitter. He is on social media, having conversations. You know, when I was in the analyst world, that was one of the ways to connect with him. I see him out there having direct discussions with clients and prospects and, you know, other world and company leaders. He, he practices what he preaches. There's not a lot of corporate CEOs that are out there engaging in social media. And then I think he saw that and said, look, you know, we need to apply that at work as well. And, you know, early days introduction of chatter, you know, I, it was clear indication that Mark said, look, this, this social element of business is really important. And Chatter has done some wonderful things for, for clients and customers to enable them to have discussions and share news and information and, and really you know, get that out of the silos of something like email. And this is the next evolution of that. You know, I think Mark, along with you know, uh, other executives inside Salesforce, saw what Quip was building, you know, the, the founders of Quip, Brett Taylor, who was one of the co-creators of Google Maps. He was the CEO of FriendFeed, and then he was the CTO at Facebook. You know, he, he knows social inside out, along with our, our CEO, Kevin Gibbs, who also at Google, you know, worked on the Google app engine. So he knows, you know, the importance of, of data and business integration. When they were building Quip, I think, you know, connecting with Mark through whatever it was that connected them. We'll go into that, I guess, in another story. You know, they all got con con together and looked at this, and they, they envisioned when the acquisition happened in 2016, you know, here we are three years later, I think they envisioned exactly what we're starting to ship here this week of bringing together, you know, kind of the next evolution of productivity 
right inside CRM, sort of redefining, you know, what Salesforce is building to not have a new feature. I don't want anyone to think of productivity or collaboration as a feature. I want them to think of it as like a core new element across the entire Salesforce platform about what we're doing. It's, it's not a new button. It's not a, let me click here to chat. It's a, a seamless, I'm on an account. Now here's a document where I can discuss everything about that account. And, uh, you know, it's wonderful to, to have seen that vision from an analyst perspective. You know, I watched the acquisition and, you know, was curious as anybody else, where's this going to go? You know, how, how is this going to end up? Is it going to be a standalone entity? Is this, you know, Salesforce's way into the collaboration world? Or is this going to become an integrated part of the entire platform? And uh, I'm thrilled to say it's the latter. Well, that, that you know, Lee, uh, I know that we really can't talk too much about, uh, you know, the uh, uh, eventual roadmap of this. But uh, in general, how do you see this uh, uh, emerging uh, along the lines of the vision that you and Mark and Brett and others have uh, uh, you know, seen and in, in this case, you're starting to actually enable it. Hmm. It's, a, it's a great question, and it, it's interesting. You know, I, I feel very fortunate. We we mentioned sort of, you know, I was there early days of Lotus and watched the spawning of that world, and I feel like I'm at the start of that paradigm again. I feel we are at week one of like this next generation of collaboration, and. What the team here has done is, is really intelligent as a way to start. All of the elements that are being embedded today in sales cloud and in service cloud have been built to be flexible. They are actually lightning components. So any developer, any administrator can go into the lightning app builder and drag and drop. There's, this is all clicking, no coding. You know, we can use all the words like low code, no code, all these things, but it's literally drag and drop point some fields to some forms, and all of these elements can show up. Now, because it's built in that componentized method, it can be extended to other things. You know, the Quip API allows developers to create pages, create conversations, create chat rooms. You know, all of the things that happen at the UI level are exposed at the developer level. And this is just going to open up huge possibilities for third-party integrations, partner ecosystems to expand what we're doing. Uh, we're going to obviously expand across more of the Salesforce platform as well. As you said, you know, I'm not going to go into specific future roadmaps, but, you know, available this week. Sales cloud and service cloud. It's going to be an exciting 2019 with other parts, both from us internally. And as I said, um, you know, super excited to see what the partner ecosystem can build off this. Hey, Salesforce, what, you know, pioneered the app exchange, right? You know, it's uh, ecosystem is in, is in the DNA. So uh, I look forward to seeing where that goes. So it uh, sounds like you're pretty happy with uh, your decision <laughs> to move over to Salesforce. I'm, I'm thrilled. I, I'm extremely fortunate to have had a wonderful time for a decade in the analyst world. I met incredible people across, you know, all the variety of companies from, you know, the world's largest, the Googles and, and Microsofts and Salesforces to two and three person startups that are really trying to redefine and, and reimagine some of the ways people collaborate using artificial intelligence, you know, using voice recognition, using augmented reality, all sorts of exciting things. The world of work is changing. And 
to go from the outside where I was watching people do it to coming back to a vendor. You know, I spent obviously, you know, two decades in the vendor world as well to come back to somewhere that's building it. Uh, for me right now, it's the right time. It's what, it's what I wanted to do. The, it's the right time in the industry. It was the right time for my personal life. And I'm super excited to help our customers learn about this, our partners learn about this. And uh, hey, even our competition can learn about it from us. And uh, that's all healthy. All right. Well, Alan Lepofsky, congratulations and uh, keep up the good, great work. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do this again when uh, you have more to say.